from Innovation Alley at Marquette University. I'm Chuck Swoboda, and this is Innovators on Tap, a show based on the idea that innovation is about leadership. It's a mindset to find a better way, and ultimately, it's about people. This podcast is designed to allow you to open your mind to new ideas and find ways to put those concepts to work and maybe even change the world. Episode 7 continues our journey to uncover your innovator spirit as we explore the idea that there is no box. Today, we'll discover the benefits of abandoning your backup plan, believing that anything is possible, and why you need to constantly challenge your own perspective on the world around you. That's what's on tap today. Enjoy. So picture yourself sitting in a meeting in desperate need for some new ideas. You're the leader of the team. It's up to you to inspire the others to come up with the next big idea. So what do you say? If you're like many others, myself included, you probably say something like, okay, team, we need to come up with some creative solutions to these problems. I want everyone to think outside the box. Now we've all heard that phrase many times before. And it sounds like a good strategy, but here's the thing. Thinking outside the box doesn't work. The premise is fundamentally flawed. But before I explain why, let me take a minute to give you some of the history behind this phrase. The idea originated with the work of psychologist J.P. Guilford, who in the 1970s was one of the first academic researchers to study creativity through his use of the nine-dot puzzle. The nine-dot puzzle had three rows of three dots each in the shape of a square. The goal is to connect all nine dots by drawing four lines with a pencil, with each line connected to the previous one. It sounds pretty simple. So assuming you're not driving, let's try it yourself. Put nine dots on a piece of paper and see if you can connect them with four straight lines without lifting the pencil from the paper. I'm going to give you a minute to see how you do. So how did it go? In Guilford's original study, only 20% of the participants were able to solve the problem. Almost everyone starts by drawing lines that stay within the confines of the self-imagined box that is created by the nine dots. However, the solution to the puzzle requires you to draw lines outside this box. You have to use the whole page. His work showed how people often limit their thinking as to what's possible based on self-imposed constraints, and the term think outside the box was born. The result of Guilford's work led to the formation of an industry of marketers, consultants, and self-described creativity experts who were ready to go into companies and help them think outside the box. However, years later, another research group wanted to test Guilford's original theory with one important modification. They used the same nine-dot test, except this time, They told participants that the answer would require them to draw lines outside the box. Guess how much this advice helped? What percentage of people do you think were able to solve the puzzle when told to think outside the box? This will probably surprise you, 
but the number of people who answered correctly was only 25%, which is only slightly better than what Guilford found in his original study. It turns out that telling someone to think outside the box doesn't work. So why not? Well, in my experience, when you approach a challenge with the mindset of thinking outside the box, you start by acknowledging that there is a box to begin with. This seemingly harmless assumption actually creates a dangerous boundary condition. It creates a reference point that limits your ability to see what's really possible. If you want to innovate, you need to recognize that boundary conditions are a choice and start with the premise that there is no box. Consider the following example. Three people are in a car going from New York City to Miami, Florida. What is the fastest way to get there? Think about it for a second. How would you go about trying to figure this out? Most people start by determining the most efficient and direct route, which if you're familiar with a map of the East Coast of the United States is Interstate I-95. This route runs through some of the busiest cities in the country, so it's important to consider traffic and time of day. Often people then develop a driver rotation plan so they can limit the stops and keep the car driving all night. Now, these are all good ideas to consider, but they're limited by the starting point, a boundary condition that does not really exist. Most people assume that the fact that they are starting in a car means that they have to drive to Miami, when in fact, the fastest way would be to drive to any of the three airports in New York City and take one of the many daily direct flights. People are constantly faced with boxes, whether they realize it or not. The box can be real, like the car in the example above, or it can be an assumption you made, like thinking that your boss would never let you try that crazy idea you were thinking about. Now, you might convince yourself that since your boss didn't like your last idea, there's no way that they'll like the next one. But that mindset will not lead to the best ideas, and it will never lead to innovation. The world is continually creating boxes and defining boundary conditions on your behalf. People are taught rules and expectations of what is or is not possible. They learn that there are often negative repercussions for trying something new. The box is all around us, and it starts at an early age. One of the first things young children are taught is to color within the lines. Why? Because in someone's mind, that is what they're supposed to do. But in fact, it's just another box. When left to their own creativity, most kids will color all over the page. That's because they have yet to embrace boundary conditions, which causes parents a lot of stress in their otherwise orderly box-filled lives. When it comes to innovation, you have to have the proper mindset. And this mindset isn't optional. Don't believe me? Well, take it from someone whose name has become synonymous with innovation and creativity, Walt Disney. No, don't think outside the box. Once you say that, you've established that there is a box. So how do you embrace the idea that there is no box? Start by acknowledging the many boxes that you've already accepted in your life, and then get rid of them. How? Well, my advice is simple, yet sometimes viewed as a bit controversial. I suggest 
that you set the box on fire. Your survival instinct will literally force you to abandon those boundary conditions. And once it is burned, there is no going back. Now, I realize that sounds a bit philosophical. So here are three things you can actually try on your own. First, you have to eliminate your backup plans. A backup plan is a version of the box. It traps you by making you believe that there's a viable alternative if what you are trying to do fails. But backup plans have negative value in the pursuit of innovation because you will inevitably fail along the way. And in those moments, you have to keep going despite the challenges you're facing, which is almost impossible to do when you have a less risky alternative. Once you have this reference point, it limits your capacity and willingness to go all in on your big idea. Jim Collins, the best-selling author of Good to Great, recalled some important advice that he got at the time he was planning to embark on his new business venture. His mentor at Stanford told him that an option to come back has negative value on the creative path. He explained this concept further in an interview with Tim Ferriss on his podcast. If you have the option to come back, it will change your behavior. And you're doing a low odds game, which means you you have to put all in 100% full cannonball, go off that cliff. Otherwise, you're going to hold something in reserve. And when it gets really scary, you're going to pull back. Option is not in your interest. Second, you have to believe that anything is possible. When I left my job at HP many years ago to join Cree, as I was leaving, the chief scientist there told me that what Cree was working on would never be successful. He said that the physics of the material system they were working on made it impossible to make a reliable LED. Now, hearing this feedback didn't deter the scientists at Cree and only motivated them more to figure it out. And it made me understand something critically important. The chief scientist had limited himself and the company by believing that something was impossible. What you have to realize is the definition of possible and impossible is always changing. That's the whole point of innovation. They are fluid definitions, but most people consider them to be static. And this is not a new boundary condition. It has been part of our thinking for centuries. For example, in 1899, Charles Duell, the commissioner of the U.S. Patent Office, was reported to have said something along the lines of, Everything that can be invented has already been invented. The third thing you need to do is constantly challenge your own perspective on the world around you. A box we often get stuck in is the environment that is all around us and the habits we adopt because of it. David Foster Wallace shared this parable in his now famous commencement address called This is Water that was published on YouTube. There are these two young fish swimming along and they happen to meet an older fish swimming the other way who nods at them and says, morning boys, how's the water? And the two young fish swim on for a bit and then eventually one of them looks over at the other and goes, what the hell is water? <laughs> we often take for granted or overlook what is all around us, but it's a trap. If you want to innovate, you need to constantly work to consider new perspectives and embrace 
new routines. To lead real innovation, you need to stop thinking outside the box and recognize that boundary conditions are a choice. Take time to set your box on fire by abandoning your backup plan. Recognize that anything is possible and continue to challenge and adapt your perspective on the world around you. And the next time you're in a meeting and you hear someone say, let's think outside the box, I want you to stand up and shout, there is no box. That's when real innovation can start to happen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Innovators on Tap, which focuses on the idea that there is no box. If you enjoyed hearing about this concept, you can learn more about it in more detail in my book, The Innovator Spirit, which is available wherever you buy books. If you found value in this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And please share the podcast with your friends and colleagues, because I think we all know of things that could use some innovative thinking. Please feel free to contact us through our website at innovatorsontap.com. We are always open to new ideas or critical feedback because my belief as an innovator is anything you do today can be done better tomorrow. Thanks for joining us on this journey. Let's go change the world.